Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. And joining us is Tim Allen, host of your... Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show on our flagship station. I'm going to start saying uh, that this is our flagship <laughs> for my show. Flagship. For my show. The Bart Winkler flagship. Like, we're the flagship for the big show, right? Because they're syndicated throughout the state. Yeah. But I'm just going to start saying this is the flagship for my show. On the Bart Winkler Radio Network. Yeah. Well, now that your boy got a little New York rub, you know? Right. Do um, we have to say that during the post game show? The flagship? On the flagship of the Bart Winkler show. <laughs> right uh, I mean, on I wouldn't. Bart Winkler Radio Network. I wouldn't mind yeah. it. I, it's got I a wouldn't. Good ring to it, doesn't Bart it? Winkler Radio Network? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's tremendous. I, I have a bone to pick with you. What'd I do? It's uh, more what you didn't do, Tim. What didn't I do? It's more what you didn't do. So, my understanding is that you. Don't like playing visiting team highlights on the postgame show. No, don't do it. I won't do it. You can do it. Okay, so then what I okay, what I need you then to instill in your boys is that it's still okay to record them when they're here. If they've got the time, absolutely. If they don't, then I don't get your Okay, own all right, all right. Do I don't need everyone. Okay. But when there's an inside the park home run that may have won the game for the Cubs. We shouldn't have to be chasing that down the next morning. Is that's, okay. that's, here's, here, that's my here's, bone to pick with you. Okay, here's here's my bone to pick with you. If they have listen to me, if they have time, they'll do it. If they don't, get your own producer to do that. Which Tim did. Okay, good deal. Tim did. But well, I mean, I'm I'm at home cutting Rasul Douglas cuts for the other shows. <laughs> no. No, if again, if there's time, we'll, no problem. I don't play it, and there's there's a, a method to the madness. I just think back of me, uh, you know, not doing this show, 
And do I, as a Brewers fan, want to hear someone else's three-run home run to take the lead in the seventh inning off uh, Kyle Loesch? No, I just, that's the last thing I want to hear, you know? So I just kind of keep it on the Brewer positive side. Okay, I have one other bone to pick with you regarding show and show production. Again, this could have been done off air, but, you know, why? Um, <laughs> where where have my game wraps been? It's been like three years since you sent me a game wrap. Yeah, where did those go? <laughs> no, it's been a lot longer than that. <laughs> my goodness, it's been like 10. That was a requirement uh, from one of our old bosses. and <laughs> I liked it. You did like it? I like getting a game wrap from you. I, th- I th- almost thought it was a little on the uncomfortable side. It was a little too broadcasty. Like, you know, it was like pre, I don't know. It was it, it, something that airs in the morning that was recorded the night before. Yeah, true. Sometimes you'll see like yeah. the sports anchors do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like uh, CBS 58 at 530 in the morning. It's like, let's go to Kevin Holden. Tom Pippins with the uh, latest, or you know, <laughs> yeah. Tim Van Vorn with the latest in sports, and they, yeah, great night for the Brewers. And you know he's not up, and it's five thirty-five in the morning. He came in just to do this ninety-second thing. Yeah, yeah. So that I don't know that we did get a little more in depth on it way, way many years ago, and that was we'd play highlights in it. Really, like a two and a, yeah, it was like a two and a half minute thing. Ah, see, that's too much um, work. <laughs> It's sort of fun work, but it just, I, I don't know. It was just an uncomfortable kind of thing. And because then you, you're, you're dealing with the past tense or present tense. And you're right. like, last night, but no, it was tonight. You know, yeah. It's kind of hard to figure out. Yeah. The game wraps used to be done by the post game show for the morning show in yep. a segment that we had uh, back when I started called Three Trends, which we would go over the three trends of the day at every <laughs> 35 right. of the hour. We took that away because. Uh, their ratings were terrible. They always dipped at 35. Nobody liked the trends. So we took no. it away. Yeah, no, that's we took it away because of huh. that. Nobody I liked the trends. That. I, I didn't know that. News and notes is a is a no, barn burner. That, that's trending. Yeah. Yes. News and notes. Um <laughs> when I have my Jeez. dad on the show, that's always good for ratings. Um but yeah, no. Three trends. Terrible. I, I still remember guys. the first time I got, like, in trouble here. The first time I got in trouble at this station, which comparatively, for the things I've gotten yelled at since, seems so minor. But when I did a post-game show, I think I did it for the Bucks. I filled in for the Bucks, And I did the post-game show. It was Mike and Chuck in the morning. And I said, hey, guys, Bart Winkler, uh, Bucks won. This is the second post-game show that I've done, so... Bucks are 2-0 and and you got me on board. And I said something like that, and I got a call from our old boss. He said, uh, it's not about you. Oh, really? Well, he wasn't mad at me. He was relaying a message from Mike. Wicket was mad that I tried oh, to. this business. I, I swear to God. Yeah. This, the, oh, my God. Yeah, Wick, Wixie was mad. Who do we think we are? Yeah, you know Wixie that? was mad that I was trying to carve out a role. That I was trying to be like, hey, you know, people – you know, because when we introduce a new voice, there should be some – got to get to know them, right? Yeah. And that's the reason, Shay, why I'm such a jerk to you. <laughs> it's okay. But that it's then people get fun. to know who you are. It's all in fun. There's a method to my madness. All in fun, yes. 
Hey, Tim, can I tell you something real quick? Sure. I think the uh, Brewers are listening to our show because uh, the postgame show because uh, they did some new things on their scoreboard and fan prompts yesterday that I have never seen before. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they, they did two strikes, clap your hands or get loud. Oh, they played okay. some better music yesterday in the, uh, in the different later music. Yeah. Better music. Yeah. Welcome to the jungle on two strikes. Oh, so, okay. I have a we're feeling someone's listening. We're, we're, we're getting there. Okay. We Cause need... I got a text yesterday from, I, I got a text yesterday from someone that listens. He says, I'm at the Brewer game. They did like one hype song the whole game. Are they just catering to other teams? I, I listened to it yesterday too, late in the game. So I was in in and out of a family function or whatever. So I was in the house and like, what's going on? That sort of thing. And I didn't notice that. Uh, I want to say it was bottom of the ninth with when the inning first started. Mm-hmm. We get a man on, and I was I, I just went. It, it sounds like a morgue in there. Yeah, there was nothing going on. Was that, did I hear that properly? It, it, it might have been the crowd. Again, I will, Bart, Tim, I, w- I will preface this by saying you, we're, we're at the mercy of the crowd mics on both radio and TV. So sometimes it's off in the background. Other times it's right in your face. So the crowd mic levels may have been down or whatever on, on these particular games that I, that I talk about, but I don't think so. So they are pumping in more noise or they're doing more things or they're not doing more things? That's what Tim's saying. I, Since we got on this earlier this year, it was, um, it was just weird that it seemed like there was a, there's more hype when there's runners on for the other team at American Family Field than when the Brewers are rallying. Mm. It just seems that way to me. I don't. I don't know. I. I didn't track uh, track it scientifically or anything like that. And I, I'm clearly, and I've said this before. I'll continue to say it. I'm not ripping on anybody. I don't want anyone to lose their job or anything like that. I'm just saying. If if I ever retire from this job, I would love to be the the audio engineer. <laughs> down at American Family Field. I'll turn that thing into a into a party zone. Well, you know who I would like to advocate for real quick? Since I think one of my roles in this business is to advocate for others. Okay. I'd like to ad- uh, advocate for Nicole Sedevi, who is the Brewers' in-game like entertainment mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to advocate for her because she's up there and we see her on TV and nobody can ever hear her because the PA system in there is garbage. Oh, the, the speakers, <laughs> they've garbage. never changed them since See, here we day go. one. you got to be go. right under them. And then it's great that you have Sophia interview people and then plug in the sound, but unless you're, like, right there, you can't hear them. Speakers want... are garbage. This, so uh, Sophia at least gets the TV shine, right? Mm-hmm. And you can, oh, okay, she's good. With Nicole, you have no idea what she brings to the table because the team is hindering her. So, it's, Nicole, it's, I am advocating on your behalf. Yes, we are. Yes, I'm, I'm with you there. And it's, it's about the fan experience. They always talk about this. They, and, Tim, you know this as a, as a former employee down there. It is about the fan experience. Part of that experience is not just the product on the field. Okay? It is an event. That means... Uh, concessions, as you guys know, that that's part of that experience, that interaction, as as we were just talking about. 
Um, it, it's also sound sensory as well. And knowing a few things about sound, I think we're, we're, we're just scratching the surface on, on the impact that can happen. And again, I, I will point this to Brewers fans, uh, and it, I will continue to do that. Compare it to other Major League Baseball stadiums. Just do that. If you, if you get a chance, give it a listen while you're watching or listening to the game. Just listen to what the PA music is doing in the other parks. And you'll see a dramatic difference. You'll hear the dramatic difference. There's no question about it. That's, that's the reality. That's the fact. And I'm, again, I'm not calling for anyone's job. I don't want to hammer on anyone individually. I just think it should be more festive inside American Family Field. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Allen. This is the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour. And that's Tim Shea. We won't forget Tim Shea. How could we? This is the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour. Score yourself a Wendy's breakfast baconator combo today. Maybe with the potato wedges as the side, that's where we go. You could also get the hot honey chicken biscuit combo. Sweet with a kick of heat. Wash it down and start your day with a frosty chino. You know who I, uh, you know, you know, every, people think I hate everyone in this business. <laughs> and I do hate a lot of people in this business because I think a lot of people are bad. But that's why I hype up the people that I think do good work. For sure. And I want to say congratulations to Steven Watson joining the Bally Sports Crew. News and note. I'm really proud for this guy. I sent him a message last night. I said, Steven, I'm really happy for you. He said, who is this? <laughs> and then you told him your name, and he said, who is this? <laughs> yeah, and he, he says, are you the guy that tanked it on Friday CBS Sports Radio? I said, no, no, the show is good. No, I'm happy. I, th- I think it's a good fit for him. Do you so, know him? I know him a little bit, yeah. You do, okay. Just yeah, from I, being I, in the ballparks. I don't think he'll ever remember this, but I did a show with him. Uh, it was one of the huddles that we did on, on a Thursday Well, I'm sure night. he'll remember. It was on site 2018 somewhere in downtown, and uh, it was a huddle that was uh, kind of overlapping with the postgame show. Uh, oh, right, yeah, yeah, I So it was that. Krause, Watson, myself, and, and Bill. Krause, Watson, yourself... Can't place the other one. How was it? Bill. No, it was good. It was fine. That bill yeah. doesn't ring a bell. Go on. <laughs> no, it was, it was fine. Yeah, so Bally Sports Wisconsin, a news and note, Brewer news and note note for Stephen Watson, pre and post. Uh, P tweets in, after a walk-off win, are we really complaining about the sound at AmFam? Uh, don't act like this is your first time listening to this show. You know what we do here. Just bounce around. That's what it is. But it was a cool win. Oh, my goodness. Can I tell you something that uh, that I want to talk about the most? We'll talk about the win. I mean, we'll play your little highlights and get everybody to be happy. So we're going to carry three catchers for a while, huh? We are, yeah. That, that's the way it's going to be. And, and I like it. And I'll tell you why. You can burn. These guys, these guys collectively, if we're, we're looking for offense, they're decent hitters. hitters uh, decent hitting catchers. How about that? They they are so you can not worry about burning your your final catcher uh, late in a game. That's a good that's a good tool for Craig Council. It is plus you know Caratini has played a little first. You got the DH to work with. You're you're limited in in uh, outfielders right now without Renfro and Taylor. So yeah, three catchers. It makes total sense right now. How long do you think it lasts? 
Well, so well, Severino, I didn't realize this. Not el- eligible for postseason. I didn't realize yeah. that right away. I, I did not know that either, Bart. I got to admit. And I didn't know that that uh, half-year suspension did come with a uh, postseason uh, ban, if you will. So That seems weird. That does seem strange. You're going to let him back for half the season and then cut it off again? Yeah, he's already served his right. time. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't seem right. Also, PEDs are not a big deal, but that's my opinion. Um, yeah, he served his time, though. I, how do you not? So, so the Brewers are either going to be like, well, let's get the most out of him and then say goodbye to him? Or I thought, because <laughs> well, I, I thought what was going to happen with the way that Caratini was playing is he would work his way back and do his rehab, and the Brewers would be like, nah, there's no spot for you. And I thought Severino would be the odd man out. And he still could find, be, but then be. if you dump Caratini, well now you're now you have one catcher in the playoffs. What are you gonna do? Trade for Jacob Nottingham again? Well, there's Alex Jackson. Oh, He's yeah. hurt, but Alex Jackson. Yeah, I mean, he might be coming. How uh, did I how did I forget about Alex Jackson? Weird weird ass stats. I mean, come on, guys. The, these stats that we're going out of control with stats. I'm not gonna hammer on on uh, analytics, but it, what was it? The first time since 1900 that um, a player hit his first major league home run an inside the park homer was hit and a first walk-off home run and a I'm sorry and a walk-off home run was hit in the same game so walk-off home run an inside the park home run and a first major league homer from any player in that game wow isn't that something that is crazy that's that's a crazy uh, you know, when you, you go you go to baseball games. You never know what you're going to see, Tim. You never know. <laughs> I know it's something that. different every day. <laughs> uh, J.R. Radcliffe had a piece, and, and I, uh, man, I we're going to talk about this on the post game tonight a little bit. Got it, I got to mention it. Of all the walk offs in Brewers history, man, what a walk down memory lane for that. Uh, that piece was amazing. I love what he does, guys. I really do. I I think. As if you're a Brewer nerd and you're just into everything Brewers, J.R. Ratcliffe comes up with some really cool articles. It was like 347 or 57 walk-off home runs or walk-off hits in Brewers history. 147 different players have done it, and then he goes over the you know the strange quirks. Did you realize they had a in a double header? They had both games as walk-off hits, walk-off winners at at Old County Stadium. I didn't know that. And and what's weird is the night before they had a walk-off hit, so it was three in a row, three in 24 hours. You know, the, uh, the article, I, I know what you're talking about. I text JR about that article and how good it was, and he said, who are you? <laughs> then you told him your name, and he said, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it weird? I got a fun fact for you. The Brewers have never had a walk-off home run on the road. Isn't that crazy? That is nuts. See isn't, the stats. That's that from that Baseball wild? Reference. They've never yeah. had a walk-off home run. <laughs> the Elias Sports on Bureau the road. helping out. How That's is that crazy. possible after you 50 years? You did a years? lot of digging for that stat, didn't you? <laughs> after 50 years. How's that am, possible? How's it not happen once? I am eyeballing. <laughs> I don't know how closely you are tracking this, Bart, but I really am. For some reason, I'm enamored by this. Brewers with 47 victories um, in the National League. Uh, the two teams ahead of them have 50. 
So when you when you think about all the love that the Mets are getting, all the love that the Dodgers always get, they're just three wins ahead of the crew right now. All right, I did look at record. the I did do a little standings looking uh, yesterday. I was looking mm-hmm. at the standings. I wanted and to see where the White Sox were for some reason, and they're a couple about games 500. back. Yeah, and so and then I was looking at the National League, of course, and yeah, you're right. I looked at the Brewers, and I looked at right now they're three games up on St. Louis. And then if you look at the other teams in the National League, now the the Brewers have played more games is the thing. So well, well, they, the Mets are 50 they, and 30. Yeah. The Brewers are 47 and 35. So that's 35. That's four games back of the Mets. And they're four and a half games back of the Dodgers. But if you're looking at this team potentially being a top two seed, which mm-hmm. gets you the bye, yeah. that race is still very much in play. Way in play. But then I would I would I would wonder again, I I still think that we're going to get to this point where one of these teams is going to get the buy, and they're going to lose, and then we're going to ask, do you even want the buy in baseball? No, man. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll see how it. But you want the buy because then I mean, what if you lose in that first series? Of course you want the buy. You don't want to lose the first series. Absolutely. But you're going to be taking four or five days off in a sport where you always say it's the hottest team. It's the hottest team in October. Well, what if a team's really hot and then they have to take a week off before they play again? That's going to cool you down. Uh, maybe. I, you know, but maybe let's, not. Let's I don't know. I think that there's a big potential of conversation to be had based on how that shakes out. This race is really getting interesting, and, and it is a pennant race now. Past the halfway mark, approaching the all-star break, uh, trade rumors and conversations going on. But out of all the adversity that the Brewers have had this year, they're right there guys they're right there you know what that tells you you know it should tell you they're a really good baseball team they're a really really good baseball team despite looking ugly at times despite all the injuries despite the horrible scheduling despite looking uh like you know the the pitching staff as a whole has taken a little bit of a step back despite all of those things guys they're three games away from the best record in the National League. Think about that for a second. That It really is striking when you look at it that way. From that perspective, do we expect more out of this team? Well, yeah, and you'll probably get more. I'm convinced you will get Does more. a really good baseball team bat Mike Brousseau cleanup? It does whatever it has to do. And, and, and that's, that's why there might be Band-Aids here on a, on a few paper cuts. But, but again, the, the bigger picture view and perspective is that out of all of that, Mike Brasso and Luis uh, Urias hitting cleanup at times, out of all the injuries, losing you know the pitching that they've lost, uh, three, three city road trips in the first two months of the season, which was ridiculous, all of those things, and you're right there for the best record in the National League. Come on, that's a really good baseball team. Give them health. Okay, give them health, give them a friendlier schedule in terms of road and home, give them a little bit better production in the second half. Who knows? I mean, we, we don't have a clear picture. All we know is they're right there. Despite all that, they're right there with the big boys. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting as you try to, because we're going to talk a lot of trade deadline, obviously, this month, right? Every, every time we talk, we'll be trade deadline a little bit. But when you look at, what a team needs to do in the postseason. Cause I, I, I look at this team and I look at them as I still think they're going to win the NL central. 
And even if they don't, now they're stacking up an, uh, uh, up enough wins that a wild card berth could be possible. I think they're a playoff team. So that's, I mean, I, but I think a lot of people think that. And then I think what a lot of people think is once you get to the playoffs, are they going to be good enough? Now, baseball, like this team, this team could get hot for two weeks and all of a sudden you're in the World Series. This team's good at winning close games. So they play a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Rarely is a game 19-2 like it was the other night, but they play a lot of them, and they are, and and that's all it really takes. You know, it's all it really takes is a couple of of lucky things. Like the Brewers probably should have lost that game yesterday. A lot of breaks went the Cubs' way, but they found a way to win. And so, I want to say that they're a playoff team. They knew they do need more. They're not good enough to win a World Series, but I don't know that in baseball there's a such thing as not being good enough to win a World Series. Because of how quirky baseball can be, yeah, and and really pinch yourself because a lot can happen, as you said, the the trade deadline. Just pinch yourself that this season doesn't just fly by on you, and you don't didn't have some fun along the way. However, I think it was Tim and I were having a conversation off the air. You think about um, we all assume they're going to make the playoffs, as you said, Bart. What happens if it is another early exit? Now, let's just play the what-if game. Let's fast forward. That's why I prefaced it by saying, hey, pinch yourself, enjoy the season. But let's, let's for the sake of this conversation, j- jump all the way past. They got eliminated. They made the playoffs. They get eliminated in the first round. Five consecutive years into the playoffs. Do we celebrate that? Or at what point does the fan base change to you know getting to the nfc title games is just not good enough anymore really do we do we get to that question do but i'm just saying just speculating what if it's okay they make the playoffs five consecutive years this year we all anticipate that and they do it again next year and now it's six straight years into the playoffs do we celebrate that as Oh my goodness, look at these Brewers. They're six straight years in the playoffs. Look at their first 47 years. They only made it four times. Look, they're on the right track. I think at some point, Bart, and I'm not saying it's necessarily now, but at some point it's not going to be good enough, and it shouldn't be good enough. So whatever you need to do to get past this, oh, we made the playoffs again, you got to do that. So whether it's this year, oh. and it might be this year. It might be the real heavy-duty chip pile is slid in. It's, it's possible. It really is. Because I don't you think Stearns and that front office, Adonacio, don't you think at some point they're going to transition to, damn, this isn't good enough yet. Now, well, let's let's take you back to 2018 when I called you blasted after Game Seven. Okay, but that's 2018. What and I'm I saying wanted, is I now they're stacked up. I said all of you that are celebrating <laughs> what good, <laughs> what a good season this was. This is as close as we're gonna get. We no, okay. blew it. No yeah, time to celebrate. And look where we are five years later. Five. That was five years Finally ago. Finally coming around. Yeah, okay, well, that's five years, and, and now I'm just saying five consecutive years. Make it one more. Let's, to be fair, throw a six-pack But this is what they want. This is what Stern says. He always says cracks at the door. Okay, Okay. well, at at some point, don't you think that, okay, I'm just going to say this. But that this is how quirky baseball is because the, there's years that they, they could have gone to the World Series and they didn't, 
and there will be a year that they don't deserve to go to the World Series, and that's when they will. I agree. I agree with and, that and wholeheartedly. That, but I that's do. so that's why in football, when you are so close and then so far away, you know, you fire Andy Reid after four straight NFC championship losses if you're the Eagles. But if Correct. you're uh or appearances. But if you're in baseball, look, the same reason why I can't say like you know, they they could have they could have went to the World Series again last year, but they didn't. Because baseball it is there's just way too many variables. A game like yesterday, like you just said, there was a guy who hit a, a home run for the first time and inside the parker and a walk-off, and that, that's never happened before in a game. And that walk-off or that inside-the-park home run isn't an inside-the-park home run if it doesn't hit exactly where it hit. And mm-hmm. then the strike zone, all of a sudden at the end of the ninth inning well, with Willie I mean, Adamas, the strike zone gets weird. You can't. There's too many variables. There's way more variables in this sport than any other. Yeah, but there are its own variables in football too. A ball bounces one way, it gets to be 32 yeah, below team, zero. The better team's gonna win in football. It, it, it gets to be 32 below zero. Someone has a blocked punt. I mean, come on, all all those variables. But you get the point. In in a general feel, at some time, the bar has to be higher. And I'm not necessarily saying it's now, although my bar is always win the World Series from day one to the end of the season. And and that's why you, you know, you kind of got on me a little bit in that 2018 exit in game seven was that, but that's after the fact though, Bart, you talked to me before that game ended and, and it's still World Series. So after the fact, it's like, okay, what are you going to do now? Oh, all right. Uh, it was a fun season and a lot happened. But if it's five years, six years, seven years, I'll, I don't know. Changes. What if Lafleur goes to the NFC title game another, I don't know, three of the next four years and, and bounces all three of those four years in the same game, NFC title game? What, do you, what did you say to Dusty Baker in D.C. when he won two division titles and got him a, a rung or two deep into the playoffs when you let him go? Andy Reid, as you said, is a good example. I'm not necessarily saying it's now in a, you know, in, in a, in a really heart of hearts conversation with this organization, you guys got to break through at some point. You just, you just do. It's time. It's time now. Well, okay. I'm glad that you five years later have come around. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're you're starting yeah, you know, how long have you been working here? You might be starting to grow on me by now, Bart. I'm pushing uh, eight years. It's really eight? Yeah. Seems longer. Yeah, it seems longer and shorter. I think it seems longer because the threat of this being my last day is every day since I started. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I think I think uh, that's the problem. Hey, well, that was pretty fun. On, what's that? That's the thin ice we, we, uh, we walk on in, in the media. It kind of is. It was pretty fun on Friday when uh, we were just talking about this earlier. Derek Shelton wanted one of his pitcher's arms to fall off. Embarrassing. It's embarrassing. There should be repercussions for Derek Shelton in some way, shape, or form. I don't know if it comes internal. I don't know if it's an, uh, a trainer lights him up in the, in the clubhouse. I don't know if that kid or his family or his personal trainer or his agent or somebody lights up Shelton. Someone had to do it. I, I'm not afraid to do it. Shelton, out of line. That was embarrassing. You're going to get the kid hurt. I don't know what in the world you possibly could have been thinking. 
56 pitches in an inning. That's out of line. What's the and record, for, like 62? For for a guy that I really liked, and I'd like part of his game, I guess that that's the part I wouldn't like, I... I I was I was blown away. It was embarrassing. I felt horrible uh, for what was his name? Cam View was his name, and he, and he said the the uh, the excuses. Well, well, once he got near fifty, he got the first out. Near fifty? <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, I was a little nervous about Josh Hader the other day. Uh, Thirty three pitches. And I was floored by him being in the game yesterday. Oh yeah, I, don't know I have to thinking. bring that up with you. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what he was doing in that baseball game yesterday. Does, why did he come in, in the ninth? Well, yeah, and and what was the score at that point? Two to uh, they were down, one to one, right? Well, were, one to no, one into one, the he top. Came of in, the it was one came to in one to one, yeah, because he yeah, gave yeah, up the yeah. home run. Yeah, and it's it's which hey. You get to the bottom, give yourself a chance. So that's the the way you play it there. If you have a fresh arm there, he's 33 pitches in another city that less than 24 hours earlier. Uh, that that was questionable right there. Well, then Craig must have thought they needed to win that game. Uh, you think? That's what he does, Bart. I, that's what I love about Craig Council. He's winning this game tonight. And at some point, however, he does play for the next day. He does. Every every I think most managers do. It's just pointed out here a little bit more that uh, you you do have to play for tomorrow. You got to wave the white flag a little bit. I, sometimes it's a little earlier than I like. I mean, I'm a guy that's a, hey, there's let's give them a finish, boys. There's we're down five in the bottom of the ninth with one out and one on. Come on, we can get that guy if we can just move the line here. Council doesn't do that. He'll just play for the next day, but. He's playing, if it's close, he's playing to win. He's playing to win tonight, and that's why he's got the win total he's got. Uh, Ron and Rome called earlier, and I know that he calls the postgame show quite a bit, and uh, you know he was the one that said the Brewers might need an eye doctor, and then he was proven right <laughs> with Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, he had mentioned in the 10th inning the Brewers had that guy on second again, which you do in the extra innings, and then mm-hmm. McCutcheon's just swinging away. And so isn't that when you're – when you're tied and all you need is one run, why don't the Brewers try to move that guy over? Which uh, they never do, and they seemingly never will. Council's answer to that is, in the right situation, maybe we will. Well, know, that, there but, is no there, – that's the, that's the rightest situation. But he's talking about who's up. Okay. You know, who's want to who's do coming Kutch. up. Apparently not. You know, apparently not. But, and really, quite frankly, it worked. Well, yeah, it worked. And then they it got worked. a home run out of it, which is well, the right. only way the Brewers like scoring runs. It, it did work, though, so it's, it's tough to argue 100%. But I'm, I'm with Ron. I'm, you give me a man on second base, I don't even need a hit. I'm, I'm going sacrifice down, get the ball in play, and it's a win. I, I'm doing it almost every single time. Almost oh, sure. every time. At home, tied, bottom half. Tim Allen, baseball postgame show. Thanks to our friends at Gene Wagner Plumbing. Yeah. That's all I got for you, bud. Okay, good, because I'm going to pee my pants right now. <laughs> oh. So <laughs> I got to bounce. Okay, well, then go. I, uh, go. <laughs> all right, Bart. See you. Tim, I'll see you today. We'll see all you right, tonight. See yep. you guys. Yep. Oh, geez. Wow. All right. Tim Allen. Got to go. When you got to go, you got to go. Uh, One time when I was here in 
Oh, Chuck boy. was doing it remotely. <laughs> he just started, and I could hear it. <laughs> we heard it. We heard it on the air. Because the, the, when you do it remotely, like the sound picks up everything. Yeah. I'll have to find that moment maybe and replay that for you, or I'll never mention it again. 414-799-1250. You can tweet us, 1250 AM, the fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. It's the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour on The Fan. Well, Aerosmith. Don't want to miss a thing. This is what I sing when I drive past a Wendy's and I miss breakfast. Oh, it's sad. Get that Wendy's breakfast baconator combo today with the potato wedges, the side of Toby. Get the hot honey chicken biscuit sandwich. I didn't get that as a combo. Uh, Toby still owes me one more Wendy's. Maybe tomorrow. I told him he. I told. I told him he only needs to give me one. You're too nice. I know. We had an him. NBA Finals bet, and he. To me, you're not. He, no, to you, I'm not. He owed me two. I said you just have to give me one because well, then he got. He got me a Frosty Chino, which I wasn't expecting. Any super large the wedges. He yeah. got me a large and said, yeah. eh, I mean, that's pretty good. It. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's what they call it. But well, uh, yeah. made it large. Made it large. <laughs> <laughs> made it large at Wendy's. That's all right. I mean, Kleenex. Kleenex is just called a tissue, but everyone calls it Kleenex. Yeah. You can, you can get away with it. But Wendy's, I had the sausage, egg, and Swiss. I do find it curious the more I think about it. He just ordered for me. He never asked you? He never asked me what I wanted. Well, I think he's heard you say that you are. are Maybe I wanted something different. 
Maybe I wanted the breakfast baconator. I had the chicken waffle sandwich. Yeah. Maple, maple, maple chicken on a waffle, I believe it's called. I'm sure there's or something a, close or, to that. Or sure. A biscuit. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, good. You should try it. So should I order it that way too? I I forget the exact name of it, but it's and and of course I made my wedges bigger. Did you ask? <laughs> there we go. There you go. Did you ask for a side of Toby? I did. Good. I want to introduce you to John in Miami. We're gonna play uh, fast and loose here. We're gonna. This guy has no idea that we're gonna call him, and maybe he doesn't even answer. We'll call him off air, and you know, talk to him. I don't think well, legally I can call him on air and put him on air. I think. Uh-huh. I don't think in Wisconsin I can do that. But there's this guy. So I did Zach Gelb's show on Friday. If you haven't heard, it's all I talk about. Uh, my brother works for the Warriors, and I have a kid. That catches you up on everything that I mention. Uh, so this guy, we were talking about Kevin Durant. That was a big story. He requested a trade that day. And I was talking about the teams he could go to, and I mentioned Miami. And I said on the show, when I was filling in for Zach Gelb, I said, Look, I'm a Milwaukee guy. I cannot, I can't give you a rational take on Miami. I can break down Kevin Durant and packages, all these other teams. I can't do it for Milwaukee or for Miami, rather. I hate Miami so much. I hate them. I can't do it. I just cannot do it. So we had a guy from Miami call in, John, and the first part of the call, he's talking basketball, you know, jabs the Bucks a little bit, which you expect. And then he pivots into this weird thing about golf and how I'm it's just it's just weird it's a weird pivot it's like I'm I'm gonna play this for you and it's like I'm missing part of the call but I'm not this is the call but it it was just so weird you know I'm still getting acclimated it's hey I'm on CBS Sports Radio it's a big deal for me and this guy calls in and he's all weird about it so this did not air on the fan this was then on the hour that uh we still had local programming before we go to Zach Gelb so this is new to the fan but Here's John in Miami, and then uh, I'll stop when it pivots. John. John is in Miami. John, what's up? What is their defense too tough for you, man, or what? No, you know what? I don't. Are you are you like on Twitter, John, or are you like not no, a Twitter I'm not, guy? But, no, I'm not. But I was born in Miami, and I'm a real fan. Okay, then I might. Then we might have like inroads at a good relationship, because that's been my problem. It's all these people on Twitter that thought they were getting Giannis for the last four years. That's my guy. Well, I didn't. I didn't know if we were going to get him. That wasn't really the talk in this town, to, to tell you the truth. I mean, we we did. I, I tell you the truth. I didn't care one way or the other. The guy's a great player, but um, I don't think the next five, six, seven years you're going to beat the Heat. You, you're not going to finish in front of them, especially if they get Durant. They get Durant the next two or three. They're going to win the title the next couple of years in a row. Because well, I do want to remind you that the Bucks did beat play. Durant in the playoffs two years ago, but I'm listening. No, no, but the thing that 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 I think he's 33. He's only got two or three good years left at the most. Maybe. So is the sense that think- John is the sense there that you're that is is the sense there that Kevin Durant's coming there? No. No. It's 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 fifty fifty. It's not not everybody's going. Oh, we're going to get Kevin Durant. I don't. I, I don't, I don't know, but I, I almost don't want him because he's only good for two or three more years. That's it. You're going to trade a bunch of players, and a, our, our number one draft choice is other than than, uh, than Bam and Tyler. That they don't usually work out anyway over the years. So yeah, Riley's always traded the picks away to get real players. You know, he's always done that. 
So well, I don't. I, I dislike the heat, but I don't dislike you, John. Can we make amends? Yeah, I, I mean, I knew where you were from. I could hear your accent right away. How how old? Are you? <laughs> All right, so now it pivots into the weird part. So he got his take. Now he's now he's asking me how old I am, and then he's telling me about golf. <laughs> how do you, how do you think think I am? If I took a wild guess, I'm, you're between like 37 and 45. Wow, I'm 38. Well, that was a good guess. That was a good guess. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you know, the there's a lot of age on these bones, John. I'm I'm like a I'm like 38 going on 59. Okay, but I just to tell you, I, I, you know, you're not going to allow me to give out my phone number, but I am the best golf putting teacher in the world. That I'll tell you. That's the only thing I'll brag about. Oh, okay. I've, I've had experience with Calcavecchia. He won after I worked with him. Lexi Thompson eight years ago won twice. The funny thing about Lexi Thompson, I sat down in her house at Eagle Trace in Coral Springs eight years ago, and we never got to my main point, the, the thing I teach that separates me from every putting teacher in the world. We never got to it. And that's why last week in the major, she missed a two-foot putt. She barely hit the hole. She just doesn't know how to putt short putts, or she'd be the best woman player in the world. You know, I like I, I I have no idea how we got from here from what we we're talking about. No, but real quickly, do you play golf? Yeah, but I'm terrible. But I will tell you that I was in a mini golf league, and I took second in the Greater Milwaukee area. So you want to putt? You want to have a putt off? I'll have a putt off. Oh, come on, man. Are you serious? Yeah. I, some guy that tells you who to bet on, you know, he has some company like that. He got on the phone with me. And he doesn't know who I am. And he said, I'll put you for a hundred grand. Okay. And then, and, and then and he said, I'll be down in Boca Raton between January and March. And he just BS me because I, I, I was ready to go. I had the money. I'm going, let's go. Because nobody, I mean, I'll just tell you this. When you get a chance, go go to YouTube and put John Feinberg putting, and you'll see who I am. And then you'll right, know. I'll write that down. I'll write that down. Then you'll know if you want to putt against me or not. Down. All right. Thanks, John. All right. John in Miami. Okay. So could you follow where that went awry? Back to live action here? I, I don't know how we got on how, that all of a sudden. Just, just random. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, so this guy is, uh, his name's John Feinberg. And I did look him up on YouTube. Okay. And uh, let me grab one of his videos here real quick. John Feinberg on YouTube. I'm the best putting teacher in the world. You can reach me at 305-205-4000. Email, you can reach me at pst1934 at gmail.com. Let's make some putts. So it's just a video of him telling us where he is. And then he takes three like 15 feet putts and he makes the first two and then he misses the third but then that's still what he put on camera so this is the guy that called me he's got youtube videos all over of him just putting so do you want to call him right now yeah i'll give him a call all right it was i got the I, number yeah here. i'll come get it from you no i it's, i put it on the oh the okay. thing if you could just call him so right now talk to him yeah say, see if he okay See if he answers. Again, this guy just calls me on Friday night at CBS Sports Radio. This is the hour that didn't air. And all of a sudden, we're talking Kevin Durant in Miami, which is kind of the point of the show. And he just starts giving me, you know, his lecture. I figured that 
there would be some calls from Milwaukee, and some of you guys called, which was great. Some of you guys called, which was great. I figured that some of you guys might call and, like, mess around a little bit. That was the weirdest call that I took. Maybe not just on CBS Sports Radio on Friday night, but on any show. So I think Tim got a hold of him, but now he's trying to convince him to come on the air is, I think, what's happening. So we called this guy. He's on with Tim, and I think Tim's convincing him to come on. The guy that – this is none of this is planned, as you can clearly tell. <laughs> but this guy has uh, – he's a putting specialist, and he called me on Friday, and I want to talk to him. And we're going to see – oh, man, Tim is really in sales mode. You got to see this. And now, but now, okay, now he's probably going to talk Tim's ear off. Is he going to come on or not? Put him down. I got to talk to him right now. Tell him I'm on live. I'm on live radio. John Feinberg is who we're going to talk to. The best putter in the world. We got him. Unbelievable. Hey, John. John. Hey, Bart. Hey, good to talk to you again. You too. Hey, so I just played your callback with my local Milwaukee show. Okay. And I was trying to figure out, because we were talking Kevin Durant on Friday. Right. And then all of a sudden you started like talking about how you're the best putter in the world. Well, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the best teacher, but I also am the best putter. I, I, I would putt anybody on the PGA Tour for anything. Because then you said, go look at my YouTube videos. So I did, and you had your phone number on there, so... I just want to tell you that I looked at all your YouTube videos and you're pretty good. And I wanted to talk to you again and say, hi. So thanks for answering the phone. Wow. I didn't know if we would get you like this. Well, I didn't know if you were serious or not. When you said it, I said, okay, we'll see what happens. You know? Yeah. I told you we'd give you a call. No, I appreciate it. But what what I wanted, you know, I, it was kind of a weird thing when I asked you if you play golf and, you know, I ask everybody that because I can help anybody in the world pub better. I mean, I've done it. And, um, I've had conversations with the best putters in the world who I consider, I don't know if you know a guy named Lauren Roberts. He's around 70 today. He, he is called the boss of the moss. That's his nickname because he's that good. Right. And we sat down him and I in 2008 in California in the locker room. And his wife called him like five times in 30 minutes because he, he told me I only have a minute for him. My wife's waiting in the car and we started talking he couldn't believe that I knew what he knew because it's a it's a secret among great putters in the world what we have in common. It's called it's just it's called positive stroke thought. And all it is is a positive thought before you take the putter back. And one of the reasons there's like very little great putting on the PGA tour today is because they don't know this. This hasn't been carried on like it was from the thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, stuff like that. Because I'm watching your video and like you you don't your stance is a little different than I thought it would be. Well, it's open, and all the great putters, most of them, I'm going to say all of them, but I'd say 95% of great putters in the world in the last 100 years all have an open stance. You look at Jack Nicholas; he's open. Um, I got to gamble with Raymond Floyd for five years from 80 to 85 when I was trying to qualify for the tour. He's wide open. Um, Lauren Roberts is wide open. Ben Crenshaw is open. Most of the great putters – are open, and the reason is because you can see the line so much better if you're open. I know. And, and unfortunately, no. Go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. There's guys today that teach 
um, square stance. That's all they know, and it doesn't work. That's why you can't name me any great putters on the PGA Tour anymore that win golf tournaments because the last one was Zach Johnson, and he's a little past his prime now, but um, he was a great putter. And what I mean by great, Tiger wouldn't have won 15 majors if he wasn't automatic from six feet in. He made everything in those 10 years from 97 to 2008. He made everything from six feet in, and that's why he won 15 majors. It wasn't all the great shots. It was that he never missed short putts. Now, I will tell you, and I did tell you on CBS the other night, that I did take second in a mini golf tournament. Right. And I think you scoffed at that. Well, I, I didn't scoff, but I I, I I didn't think you knew what I know about putting because I I may be, I'm being serious now, I may be the best putting teacher in the world. And the thing I have over everybody else is, I tell you, positive stroke thought. Nobody knows about this. I might have to send you a video because I do when I, I get on scramble specifically to be the putter because right. I suck at golf. I'm terrible. I am bad. But, but you can putt. But I can putt. I can well, putt. That's the key. You know that's the key to golf. If if you're if you're a really good putter, it makes up for all the bad shots you're going to hit in a round. Yeah, man, you know? I feel like this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Well, I can't wait to come to Milwaukee and show you how I can putt. Okay, uh, do you ever come here or no? Well, I have in the past, not lately. But um, what's it called in the summertime the, where all the acts play outside? Oh, Summerfest. Yeah, I went to that a long time ago to see Los Lonely Boys because they're friends of mine. And um, I went to that a couple times, a couple years, but that was quite quite a few years ago. You're friends with Los Lonely Boys? Yeah, and can I tell you something? Yeah. If they didn't have, if they didn't have bad management, remember the song Heaven? It came out in 2004. It, was a, it, it was took a over the world, hit. Heaven did. It, took, it, was, it was a huge hit, and the album was great. The problem is the management... They they hung in there too long, and I had to talk with them on their bus one day in 2006, and I said, if you don't change managers, and I, I go, I'm not looking to be your manager, but if you don't change managers and get somebody who cares about your career, you guys are going to be sitting around in your 40s wondering what happened, and that's where they are right now, unfortunately. Man, when you called me Friday, I was like, man, this guy's weird, but I'm really, uh, I'm really into you today, John. Well... I, I love the game of golf, and, and like I said, I come from old school because old school works, and new school on putting doesn't work. And that's why you can't name me one guy on the PGA Tour today that is a great putter who wins golf tournaments. I don't know anybody. I used to think Brooks Kepka was that, but he's kind of fallen off. I know he's been injured, but he's, he's not the putter he was. And, you know, these guys just they don't know what I know. If they did, they'd be much better. Hey, I don't know when the next time we'll talk is, but I will randomly call you again someday. Oh, no, that's great. I look forward to it, and, and I look forward one day. You never know. Maybe later this summer I'll show up in Milwaukee and uh, we'll get on the putting green. All right, John. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Bart. All right, see ya. John in Miami, who I talked to on Friday night, and then we just called now. How did that go for everybody? Was that was that good in any way? I think that was good. Just I enjoyed it. Something different. And he's friends with... Los Lonely Boys, which I was not expecting. Yeah, okay. At first I thought that, I didn't think that guy was like weird, but now I'm like totally into him. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's right about putting. That's what I do. I think positive. Wow. John in Miami. All right. The hits keep coming. Not for this band.
but for us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.